welcome to Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcast. I have a very special guest today. She is an inspirational motivator. She has shared the stage with the likes of Michael Douglas, John Travolta, and the list goes on and on. She's an award-winning TED Talk speaker. She's an in-demand speaker in 160 countries. She is also an MBA and business coach, and she is an award-winning Canadian Olympian, Paralympian actually, and she has excelled in the areas of sailing, um, skiing, climbing, like it, it just goes on and on. I'm happy to welcome to my stage today and my show, Unstoppable Tracy Schmidt. Welcome to Jeanette's TV and podcast, Tracy. It's great to have you here. Oh, Jeanette, I'm practically jumping out of my skin to be on this call with you and your TV and your podcast. How wonderful to be here today. Thank you, Tracy. So let's hear a little bit about your story and what makes it unique as a motivational story. Well, you know, I've been lucky enough that Oprah shared my story in my quest for gold in her magazine. And I met her on a dock one day and what your listeners in the podcast might not know or the viewers with this Zoom platform is that I'm missing my hands and I'm missing my legs. So when, when the team for the magazine were on the docks, they see this woman with no arms and no legs rigging a boat with her elbows and knees and my mouth. And they were doing this raw beauty shoot. And I was just focused on my quest for gold. And that's what it's called in Canada when you try to represent Team Canada in a sport, whether it's Olympics or Paralympic world. And so... It, it kind of launched my fame when Oprah shared my quest for the gold story, having found me in Miami uh, doing Paralympic trials. Well, wow, what a wonderful experience. And just, as they say, in the right place at the right time, right? Oh, right. And there's these glamorous, I mean, I know that's your fabulous world, incredible dresses and makeup and hair and so much more on the business side. And, and there was all these glamorous women ready for their photo shoot uh, that were on this fancy multi-million dollar yacht in front of me with all the camera crew. Uh -huh. And I'm in this little boat in the back with uh -huh. a baseball cap on, no makeup, uh -huh. and a white shirt to cover my skin from the sun. Uh -huh. And we were heading out the channel and their wake totally splashed me. And I looked even more like a drowned rat when I was following their boat. Uh, but I mean, if that's what it took to uh, be able to celebrate with the world that we can all disarm our limiting beliefs. And I joke with limitless because I spell limitless with a B, limb. Yes, I actually saw that on the website. You know, I did quite a bit of research to prepare for today's interview and develop oh. the questions. And yeah. I saw that you had, and I was going to ask you, what is the limitless secrets that you have <laughs> to sharing, you know, your story and your inspiration and your motivation uh, with others? 
I'd like to hear more about that. And I actually would like to hear more about your actual story. Okay. Well, and, and I'm and sure the viewers will too. Well, thank you, listeners. Janet. Jeanette. It's such a pleasure to be such a well-researched host out there. <laughs> <laughs> not just a wing it kind of lady. Oh, I totally do not believe in winging it. You know, I'm, I'm a professional. I have a media and PR background. So no, we don't wing it. We prepare. Yes, but you make it look oh so natural. And little do they know all of the effort you put in. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So go ahead. Tell us a little bit more about your backstory and, and how, you know, what makes it unique as an inspirational story for others yes. to hear. So I was, you know, jokingly sharing about the limb itless secret that mm -hmm. you asked about. Yes. And I spell it with a B because I was born limb itless. I was born without my limbs. And that's a big secret. What happened to Tracy? Where are our arms and legs? And the big secret is I was born this way, born limb itless. But the bigger secret is, and we can see it with Janet here today, is that all of our listeners, we are all born limitless. And what it takes is exceeding uncertainty. And I'm so lucky that I was born this way because I had experiences really early in life that let me know that feeling uncertain, being scared, unsure, not knowing how was no excuse for inaction. I remember my first day of kindergarten, right all summer, my mom told me that I get to go to school today. And I was on cloud nine and I was face to face, smiling ear to ear with the principal. And he replies, I'm sorry, Tracy can't go to this school. Oh. Oh, I don't, the camera's not showing it, but all my hair is standing up on my arm. Cause you know, when you have those memories that every time you think about it, your stomach just goes uh, all over and knots, mm -hmm. right? An argument with someone you love or a car accident. Yeah. Or and being then bullied I remember, as a child. Yes. Being bullied as a child. And I thought that my mom was going to get her back up and all protective, you know, mm -hmm. be a mentor like you are for so many. And she didn't. She has super kind eyes and she just looked at the principal and she said, how come? And you know, so many of us, we say, why? And, and how come doesn't put anybody on the defense like the word why? And so with these kind eyes and this nice voice tone, he wasn't defensive. So he answered, how come? Something we can all use at all ages. And, and he explained, he's like, well, Tracy was born without her hands and she probably can't tie shoelaces and Tracy's got no legs. She probably can't go to the washroom by herself. And in the seventies, there was only one teacher and 33, four, five-year-old kindergarten kids, 30 kids under five. And so there was no way this one teacher all by herself could give me individualized attention. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't a mean guy. He was just stuck. Mm -hmm. So my mom said, I understand. And she said, can we just try for one week to find another school more suited for Tracy? But since she's here today, mm -hmm. can we stay till mm -hmm. Friday? And so mm -hmm. he agreed till Friday. And then 
mom and I walk around the side of the school and she gets down on her knees so she can look me eye to eye and she holds my arm with that parental grip both sides and she's looking at me eye to eye and she says Tracy it's really important that you and everybody's included nobody left behind and the principal had followed us around to the side of the school and he saw my mom on her knees and he heard her say, nobody left behind. So now the principal's heart is in his stomach and he wants me to stay. So fast forward to Reese's time and he jogs outside to find me because if I'm outside, I can stay at that school. Mm -hmm. I'm so not there. I wasn't there. I never made it outside mm. and it means I can't stay. And so he goes inside and he asked my teacher what happened. And she, he said, couldn't Tracy tie her shoelaces? And the teacher says, actually, Tracy was the first one to tie her shoelaces. And he said, well, how come she wasn't outside? And she said, oh, because none of the 30 kids could tie their shoelaces and Tracy insisted on nobody left behind. So by the oh, time God. I tied 30 shoelaces, the Reese's bell had gone off. And that's so an amazing, that's amazing story. And, and you have such incredible um, willpower. And I know that you apply this in other ways, but I'm going to ask you some questions today about what you consider to be unstoppable. How do you define it? Yeah. Well, unstoppable, I believe, is when we disarm our limiting beliefs. So, for example, when I started sailing, I kept falling out of the boat. And I had a life jacket on and I could swim. And so I needed to exceed uncertainty. Feeling uncertain was no excuse for an action. So I just kept climbing back in that boat. And that first summer I failed. But the next summer I learned how to balance in the boat by looking ahead and reading the water. Mm -hmm. And I got my bronze four. And then I got my white sail level three, two, one. And so a lot of us feel like we're drowning. And we are, and mm -hmm. we're climbing and climbing and we're not getting anywhere, mm -hmm. but that's just part of the journey. And long as we believe, embrace the possibility, we can do it. And you keep climbing back at it and, and back on task, mm -hmm. you too will get your bronze. You'll get your Paralympic trials medals. Mm -hmm. We're just doing it backwards. You know, we're, when, we, when we have our struggles, we learn a thing or two. And as a result, we catch up and surpass everybody. Mm -hmm. And so being unstoppable is not being stopped by our story. Unstop the story, mm -hmm. right? Exceed uncertainty. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so the reason I asked you that, and you did bring up struggles, which is the next question I was going to yeah. ask you. I'm sure you've had your struggles. I'm sure you've had your days where you think you just can't hold on, right? But you go and you keep going and you have the most incredible demeanor and attitude. Aww. And you're also a business coach and a transformational coach for leadership. My question is, 
how do you see in other people who are extremely discouraged, particularly now because we're living in troubled times where, you know, a lot of business owners have been very hard hit by the pandemic, particularly small business owners. And you see that hurt, you see the frustration, you see the anger. They've had successful businesses for 30 years, sometimes family businesses. And within a year and a half, everything's changed to a point where they may have even lost the business. How do you see that in them and, and turn that frown upside down? How do you get them to be as motivated and to alter the mindset the way that you have and that's a really big question janet that is more than janette janette and i know better janette Janette. fabulous janette and that's so it's such a big question i even stumbled on your name because it's so fabulous janette (laughs) and so you know the in a nutshell i really Mm -hmm. believe in appreciative inquiry you know Mm. we've got and it's like water there's hydrogen and there's oxygen Mm -hmm. and when you put hydrogen and oxygen together you get Mm -hmm. the magic of hydration Uh right and when you put appreciate grateful for positive thinking Mm -hmm. and then you take inquiry with information gathering and data finding and asking questions and you inquire but when you do appreciative inquiry together what you focus on grows. And and we see that when we give people a placebo drug and they think it's a painkiller, the pain goes away. Or we tell a teacher that this failing student in the new school was A plus, that student does much better. And when you tell a basketball player or you tell me on a start line to see success shooting that basket or crossing that start line in front of the fleet, it happens, right? So we know the value of what you focus on grows. And I think there's a real power in story. So sometimes I'll share a story of mine and then I'll ask somebody, what's a time when you were really proud, really successful, really engaged? And then I'll ask, so what's in common with your story and my story? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we hear things like resilience and tenacity and and surrounding yourself with Jeanette, right? Who you surround yourself with. And, and you. <laughs> and me, like unstoppable you. Tracy. Yeah. And we bring those characteristics from past successes into our current struggles, even when we don't know how. Like we didn't know how I would ski, but I show up on that hill, embracing the possibility I'm gonna ski, just like I did with sailing. And we put my thighs, my stumps, because remember my legs end above my knees in men's ski boots backwards because people are in skiers tuck position and I have no legs. So my knees are at the skis. So when you guys bend your knees by doing the backwards boots, it put me in that, that duck squat position. But we had no idea how I would ski. And the people listening have no idea how they're going to get out of bankruptcy, how they're going to get through illness with their loved ones, how they're going to get out of the loneliness of isolation and making it work through a Zoom, for example, and no idea how. Right. Or even how they're going to continue because, you know, for some, CERB has been cut off. Yeah. So has the wage subsidy. And we got a lot of panicked business people. Can you give them some form of advice of how you would take that situation? Or if it was a business client of yours as a business, can you give us some advice on how to get 
get through it, how to maneuver this? Well, I, I think, I think it's important in everything that it's nothing about us without us. So how you support myself as a four-way amputee is different than someone else with a disability or how you advocate for somebody who is black or lesbian, bi, gay, trans, queer, plus, plus, like how you advocate for someone is important that it's nothing about us without us. So I'll definitely share a tip with you, but every single person is individual and, and it's important that you start with what is your story? What is your circumstance? What's led you here? What are your immediate needs? There's so many questions to get into to mm -hmm. be able to address that question. But overall, I would say that, you know, I have every excuse. I have every reason. No one would judge me as no arms and no legs for not working eight years at Air Canada, not working five years at our national pharmaceutical or not being the first person with no arms and no legs to climb the Himalayas, right? No one would judge me for not taking on these sports or for getting a disability support pension or getting CERB because mm. I'm a speaker and I'm mm. on all these stages around the world and then it stopped. No one would mm. judge me for those things. <laughs> but what I what gets me through every day from being bullied in school to the world canceling my business to my mother not being well and so many hardships for all of us financially, emotionally, all of those things is when I live a life of no excuses. And that's really tough love because I don't know what's going on for people that are listening right now. But for myself, when I live a life of no excuses, I get to live a life of no limits. Mm -hmm. So no excuses, tough love, no excuses, no limits. Disarm right. your limiting beliefs. Okay. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you, but I do want to say that for some people, they, they can't, they don't know how to disarm their limiting beliefs. They're that stuck. Yep. Do you have a tip for them just to get started on disabling their stuck where they're stuck or in where their beliefs are at? Yes. So, so to the foundation being exceed your uncertainty. So when you're falling out of the boat, you're exactly where you need to be. Right. And, and I learned that day in kindergarten that it doesn't matter if you're tall or small, short or tall, if you're a female, if you're a male, if you're from the rich part of town, or if you're from the affordable housing part of town, if your skin is white or if your skin is black, I learned that day that each and every single one of us is a valuable contributor. Like who knew as a four-way amputee that I was going to be the shoelace leader? And all of you people listening, you are shoelace leaders. You are valuable contributors. So exceed uncertainty. Even when you're drowning, feeling uncertain is no excuse for inaction. And embrace the possibility. Even when you don't know how you're going to get out of this funk or this struggle or this anxiety or this financial strife or start a new business again, even though you don't know how, you embrace the possibility. You don't avoid failure. I wiped out a lot before we figured out backwards ski boots. 
I wasn't going to find that online. I wasn't going to find that by myself. I had to show up and believe, even though I don't know how I'm going to get through financial strife or depression or bullying or business roadblocks or family needs, right? Even though I don't know how I was going to ski, you embrace the possibility, you show up and you don't avoid failure. Even though you don't know how, you get started, you take a step. And then the last piece of that puzzle is that you earn independence. And so many of us think we earn independence alone. And so, for example, when I was hanging off that cliff, there was nobody left of me, nobody right of me. And right now I'm in this house all alone. No one left of me, no one right of me. I'm, I'm by myself, uh, moving boxes with no arms and no legs, moving furniture. And I'm tiny, but I am powerhousing through it. And I feel all alone, but I'm not alone. I'm here with Jeanette and I'm here with all of these fabulous listeners. And we think that we earn independence alone, but it's who you surround yourself with. I have surrounded myself today with Jeanette and she is getting me through today and, and, and several days leading up to this extraordinary interview and all of you that are smart, you know, it's Jeanette and motivation and strength, earning independence is like perfume. You can put it on, but when you jump in that shower or your cologne, it washes off at the end of the day. You need to reapply every day and you need to continuously surround yourself with strong mentors like a Jeanette, like an unstoppable Tracy <laughs> to earn independence. And so exceed uncertainty, embrace possibility and earn independence. But earning independence is not alone. Earning independence is when I was hanging off that cliff, there was a lifeline. There was a safety line. There was a belay line. I wasn't off that cliff alone. No one around me, but there was someone on my safety line that had my back. Who, who are you getting around you to have your back? And how do you choose these opportunities? Like, for example, you decided, hey, I'm going to ski or I'm going to sail. And then you talk about surrounding yourself with the right people. How do you choose that? How do you know that? How do you find it? How do you feel it in your heart? Well, and I bet you a lot of listeners, since you have such a predominantly like a business savvy audience, mm. many mm. of us have hired and women, 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 and mostly women. women. Yeah. Yeah. So as women, we, you know, we're the do it all, right? We, we take care of everybody around us and we're taking care of our business. We can't just focus on our business and we do the interviews and we're hiring people. And we think we've, we've hired somebody that deserves the job, needs the job, is going to be motivated to do the job. And how many of us have had hires that, that didn't work out the way we thought? Oh, yeah, and, a lot. Right? It's the, and I, and I remember the first time and I thought I was all alone and I went to a workshop and I, and it was a, a bunch of entrepreneurs and it turned out the entire room had the same concern that I was working with. And this room that I was in, you know, how do you select that person? This room that I was in was uh, Alan Barnard and he's a South African behavior scientist and he has this methodology uh, that basically is rooted in impossible unless. Mm -hmm. And so he has this structure, this decision-making harmony structure where you go through the process. 
uh, Alan Bernard and this, this decision-making process. And I did the, the, I love my hire. I care for my hire, but my hire is not working out. <laughs> and so it's a real rock and a hard place because I don't want to fire them, but they're not doing what I need and I'm not getting that relief. So how do you surround yourself with lifelines that you think are going to be phenomenal? They say they're phenomenal, but their actions don't match. So I think it's really important that there is a persistence and a perseverance and an awareness that one failure does not mean forever failure mm -hmm. and that you keep at it. Right. So for example, I, I don't know if you want me to share my gold Olympian story or pause a moment because it sounds like you have something to say. No, I was just going to say that, uh, you have to be able to adapt, I think, a little bit too, you know, in, in a situation, assess if it's going right, if it's going not so well, or what are you getting out of it, and maybe make adjustments or changes as need be. Mm. There's a definition of unstoppable that could replace my first one. Stop the story. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I can ever replace you. You're too uh -huh. amazing. Well, you know um, what? We're unstoppable together, right? Earning independence is not alone. I'm unstoppable because of you. You're unstoppable because of me. We together, all our listeners. Thank you. And for viewers that. too are also and unstoppable. Viewers, yes. Yeah, thank you can't forget that. Uh, Tracy, just a couple more questions because we're kind of nearing the end of the interview and time-wise. So I uh, wanted to ask a couple more questions like you have a book you have a your own tv show i'd love you to tell us a little bit more about that um we'll we'll call this the shameless promotion segment so go ahead tell us everything and then after tell us where we can go to reach you Aww. or your website or whatever you know, uh, Magnus is my gold Olympic coach. And, you know, for three months, I was a little bit of karate kid washing and waxing his boats before he finally said, come on, let's go sailing. And on that 90th day, he took a Sharpie and he wrote it on this boat that had a creature living in it. And he said, if you fix up that boat, you can have that boat and I will coach you. And he took the Sharpie and he wrote unstoppable Tracy on that on that boat and so that's where you can reach me is at unstoppabletracy.com and that's my twitter my facebook my instagram that's my podcast that's my website unstoppable tracy so you can find me everywhere what is your show about tracy it's about unstoppable you and and that's the name of the show unstoppable you i've also a host of the today show in the halton region in in canada and uh that is you know entertainment and experiences and community members like for example uh, last week i was with a whole bunch of firefighters and the week before with uh mpps and so a variety, I, I recently with Ann Romer, who's a breakfast television mm -hmm. and Kevin Frankish on another time. So, mm -hmm. so interview, you know, local celebrities and, and, and celebrities in our hearts, like emergency responders and folks like right. that. So that's the oh, today that's show, mm -hmm. but the best way you can find me is unstoppable Tracy. And then you'll be able to see the today show on Twitter or various social media pieces. And after that journey with Magnus and, and so many years, and, and I've been to well over 40 countries and uh, open for all sorts of folks, Jane Fonda, people said, have you written a book? 
So I finally wrote a book, but I don't want it to be about Unstoppable Tracy biography. Uh, and it shares the kindergarten story and the Magnus story and the skiing story, but it's also a coaching book. So the end of every chapter, I share a story in my world to help disarm limiting beliefs. And then I ask you questions about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And so having reflected on that, what are you going to do going forward? So people can get a free copy of that downloadable version if they visit unstoppabletracy.com or they okay. can get a hard copy as well. Okay. So my last question, just as we close out is what is next for you? I mean, you know, you've done so much, you've chosen all these wonderful opportunities. What do you want next? What is your, what are your big goals? Well, my, my biggest loftiest goal is world peace 2035. Mm. And that seems a little bit, you know, sometimes people think, whoa, and, and I believe in fairies and Peter Pan too. But it's mm. when you look at look at the website world peace 2035. And you will see it is quite achievable. And, and this pandemic is a good example of, of, of shifts that happen in grand scale about how we can have this world peace in 2035. But more immediate is I was on a path to go to the North Pole to be the first woman with a disability to visit the North Pole, the true North Pole. And uh, so that's a more immediate adventurous goal. Mm, nice. So many, so many goals. Wow. People like you and me have way more than one. Yeah. To be honest with you, keeps me up at night sometimes, you know, yes, the mind never, right. never shuts off. But I'm afraid we're out of time today. So I want to thank my guest, Unstoppable Tracy Schmidt, for passing by Jeanette's TV today and sharing all this incredible information with us today. And she's such a motivator. And do pass by her website and check out everything she mentioned. And I want to thank you for being here today, too. Please remember to like, comment, and share all our posts with your family and friends. You will find us everywhere. We are on every aspect of the internet. We are also on iHeartRadio, Apple, iTunes. And to get a full listing of where you can watch and or listen to us, please visit www.JeanetteBurke.com. Dot com. The links will be the, below, like Tracy's, and you can find out where you can uh, watch us or see us. And I want to mention two other things. There, you can support us, too. So we have a Patreon link, which is also listed below. And if you love what we're putting out, believe me, we have only you in mind, and we only create the best content we can. If you love it, you want to support us, no donation is too big or too small. We will be happy to have your support. And there's one other way you can support us, and that is you can purchase a Jeanette's TV and podcast t-shirt or sweatshirt of your choice. We have it with the logo and, and our tagline, which is your life, your way. Or we have an inspirational saying made by me or one of my guests in a previous episode. You get to choose. You also get to choose your size and your color, and it's all conveniently shipped right to your front door. So again, the links are below. And this is Jeanette Burke, your host, signing off. Until next time, continue to be fabulous. Bye for now. First time. So he waits 10 minutes.
He still can't see me.